At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey, welcome everyone to the From the Shadows podcast. I'm your host, Shane Grove. Um, the super producer is not available because he's once again at work because he's a chump. Um, my, get, my guest, uh, she's in the background chuckling, I think, as she knows that I'm making fun of the super producer. But, but he's, he could, he's, we had to record this episode while he was still at work, so he couldn't join us. But uh, he, uh, he's itching to get back. I think he's going to be with, on the next episode, so... Um, for all the big Jason Super Producer fans, uh, he'll be back the next, uh, hopefully the next episode. And you can hear his his deep, dark, uh, velvety voice, you know, back back on the back on the podcast. So um, before I do bring on our uh, fantastic guest, I just want to remember, remind everybody that uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can find us on Facebook at From the Shadows Podcast. You can go to our forum page at After the Shadows, uh, or you can uh, find me at Chain Grove Author on Instagram. Go to the From the From the Shadows podcast uh, Instagram page. Go to our website, fromtheshadowspodcast.com. Hit the contact button. Send me an email. I promise I'll read it and respond. Um, especially if you you know you want to share a story um, about uh, an experience that you've had. Because uh, those are our best, those are our best guests. That's that's why we have our guest on today. Because she has so many good personal experiences she's going to share. Um, and then I want to remind everybody that we do have uh, we do have a Patreon page. We have uh, some extra content that goes up every month. An extra midweek howl and an extra paranormal episode. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, other than that, I, I I guess I should just stop talking because I think everybody's going to be. Uh, tuned in to hear our guest talk so so coming back for the second time she's a two-time returning contestant here on the from the shadows podcast is uh, a good friend of mine who has become a good friend of mine mandy from the ghost sisters mandy welcome to the from the shadows podcast again hello shane that's i mean is that as excited as you if you're going to be <laughs> just like a little hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm always excited to talk to you. You guys are funny. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, um, and like my dad used to say, you're funny, Shane, but looks aren't everything. So, um, <laughs> so, so Mandy, um, I mean, we talked to, we had you and, and the rest of the team, rest of your team on, I mean, back in the early days when we first mm-hmm. started. And we've done we've done a lot of stuff together. Like um, I've been on a couple of your live feeds and and, and shows, and um, 
we did a TV show together. Uh, we've pitched some TV shows, done yeah. all kinds of stuff together. So um, for our new fans um, that didn't, you know, maybe, maybe have not gone back and, and uh, heard your first episode, give us a little background on where you're at and who you are and what it is that you uh, what it is you do, like your special abilities. Okay, so I'm located in Marion, Ohio. I am a former corrections officer of eight years. And I'm also a intuitive medium. And I am a full-time paranormal investigator. Well, that's very succinct. I mean, I couldn't have said it any, any, <laughs> any better. Any better. And, uh, and Marion, you know, for for the people, for all of our fans that are from Ohio, and we have a lot of fans from, they know that you know we're pretty close. We're actually pretty close, you know. And when we first got together and and talked to you guys, we realized we had a lot of you know we had some mutual friends, in fact. And um, uh, just goes to show you how small the world is, let alone the paranormal world. So, so <laughs> what? So tell us, um, like, so now you're a full time. A paranormal investigator. What does that mean? What does that mean? What does that? What, what do you do? Well, <laughs> I'm no longer in corrections, so now I, I dedicate my time to the paranormal field. So, um, you know, I go all all around, um, not just in Ohio. I travel to different states investigating, um, looking for you know proof of life after death. Um, I sometimes investigate on the weekend. Sometimes I'm gone during the week. So, I mean, I just never know, you know, um, when I'm going to be gone and how long I'll be gone. Sometimes I'll have two to three investigations lined up, um, one on the weekend and sometimes two during the week. So that's what I do besides my mediumship, which I, I usually do that um, during the week also. So I try to do my readings before I head out to do an investigation. That's busy. I was going to say, how do you keep all that straight? I don't know. I just do. I can multitask. That was one of my big things I could do when I worked in corrections. Multitasking was something you you had to be very good at. Now, I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask this question because I, I want you to kind of uh, talk about talk about it to the to our listeners. But so so you're a psychic medium. Like more like an empath, right? Like you feel stuff and you, you know, sense sense uh, spirits, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes okay. I see them. Yeah. Sometimes you see them. Okay. And, and so I know from talking to a lot of other uh, guests that have that same sort of ability, um, there's a there's a good chance that when you're out doing investigations, that those spirits pick up on the fact that you can see them or sense them. And a lot of times they like to tag along and maybe follow you back home. Yes. Yes. And, and it's funny you say that, that about them knowing because they have called me out numerous times on investigations. Like, okay. So <laughs> describe my, my ink box. <laughs> your think about like the ink, it's an ink box. It looks like an old eighties boom box. And it was made by Katie Stafford, who is um, all over the channel channel on um, The Devil's Perch. He's on um, Ghost of Morgan. 
and you know, and when he's not filming, he makes paranormal equipment. And the ink box is one of his biggest sellers right now. So far, he's he's uh, in the process of making more things too. But right now, the ink box is really big, and it is basically a spirit box that um, spirits use to communicate through the frequencies. And when we're out there investigating, sometimes the spirits will come through and they'll call me a medium. Really? <laughs> or a witch. Okay. Or a witch. Okay. Because <laughs> yes. now... depending on what time frame the spirit is from, you know, I'm like, so... I'm not a witch. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. But you're right, though, depending on what time period that's, that spirit is from, that's what they would, that's that's the term they probably would have to describe yes. your ability. Okay. Yeah. Um, how freaky is it to be out somewhere you've never been before in the middle of the night and have something call, you know, say something so specific about you and to you? I actually think it's pretty cool because it's validation. I, even if I don't even mention to them that I can hear or see them, if they want me to see them, they already know. Because they, they're already saying it, you know, before I even mention it to them. I, I think it's pretty cool that they know. Because I know they know. But to hear them say it, you know, it, it's it's pretty cool. <laughs> and so, and, I mean, okay, and so having the ability that you have, it really does then, it, it, it makes you, it lets you know that that piece of equipment then is not just a bunch of garbage. Oh, right. I mean, yeah. that it's legit that that piece of equipment does do what it says it's doing. Yes. OK. I mean, because I'm sure I mean, from the skeptical side, you know, people are like, oh, I mean, come on, really? Does does that really work? I mean, how does anybody even know that works and stuff? But you but you are confirming that that equipment is picking up the same stuff that you are picking up then at the same time, essentially. Yes. So, so, so tell me, I know you got a couple of good stories. So tell our listeners, you know, about some times where a spirit didn't um, heed your, uh, your warning about staying where they were at, not coming home with you. Oh gosh, I've had them <laughs> do it a lot. So, okay. So um, this would have been, um, actually this year would have been in, I think it was February, February or January, but I'm thinking February. I had just got back from, um, Hollywood. I was over there for three nights with, um, a good friend of mine, Patty Negri, who is also known as the Hollywood psychic witch. And she's known for being on ghost adventures and portals of hell. And, uh, so I already had a lot of activity going on um, when I was in Hollywood. I stayed at a haunted um, hotel that Patty recommended. <laughs> such a good, such a good friend Patty is. I such know. A good friend. <laughs> but she said that, that I would love it, and I did. I actually enjoyed the hotel. It was, it was a nice hotel. So I'm anyway. surprised. I'm surprised she didn't say, "Hey, I get this. I get this great." Uh, Airbnb on Cielo Drive. That uh, you know, she that... took me to all these haunted locations. That's that's what we did for three days, and she she got me into the Cecil Hotel. And oh cannot, yes, I do. You I cannot remember. get into the Cecil Hotel because people, it, you know, it mm -hmm. is now um, like a Section Eight thing where um, it's a lower income place that you mm -hmm. have to actually live there to get in. 
Yes, I do remember that story, and I yes. will not give away how you guys got into the Cecil <laughs> Hotel or what happened here. We got there. in for 10 minutes, and I believe that the, the girl that was said to have uh, passed away in the water tank there, um, she connected with me, and it was crazy um, because we when we got on the on on the um elevator we were we were done our 10 minutes was up we had to go so everybody gets back on this elevator and someone noticed a something weird on the floor of the elevator so i was live at the time and and i'm like what is it now everybody's like freaking out and i looked down and i said oh my i said that looks like a, a wet footprint and nobody called it out but me and they said oh my gosh you're correct. Ooh. That is a wet footprint. It was only one. So you tell me, um, this was the last place that girl was seen was on that elevator we were on. <laughs> so we, we kind of thought maybe it was her. And um, so the weird thing is when I got back to my hotel and um, throughout the night, I was woke up. And I had, it was weird, I had water, a bunch of water just started leaking out of my ear. And I was just like, what? I didn't understand what was going on. You know, um, I'm thinking if I had water in my ear at any time, it should have already came out by now, you know. But I think, I believe, and my dear friend Patty believes that that girl was trying to connect with me. And... <laughs> It, yeah, and she for those me back that, to the hotel. <laughs> and for those that don't know, I mean, that girl was Elisa Lamb, yes. was her name. And they did a really good documentary on Netflix um, about her. And, and kind of, I mean, I think they kind of came to a conclusion as to what really happened to her. But at the same time, um, it, was, it still wasn't a great conclude you know it wasn't a great way to go and i could see her spirit being very restless and wanting to make contact you know for sure mm -hmm. so and that's eerie and yes that surveillance video if anybody hasn't seen it um i mean go look it up it's it's her on the on the um, elevator elevator and seemingly hiding or trying to hide or or escape from somebody which, um, you know, I think that they've concluded that maybe she was hallucinating and that there really wasn't somebody chasing after her. But uh, who knows, you know, because there, I, I there's a lot of unanswered questions. Um, there is. From that there one. Is. And that, wow, that gave me, and I knew that story and you just gave me chills when you said, yeah, you guys looked down and saw that wet footprint. Yeah, and I'm the one that said it was a wet footprint. Nobody said that it. They didn't even realize it was a footprint. And I'm like, you can see the, you can see the heel. You can see the five toes. And I'm like, why would there only be one footprint that appears? That, that's the real creepy part. You think if, you know, if it wasn't a spirit and it was somebody They'd have on two, there, there would two be two. Standing <laughs> side by side. Yeah. But yeah. the thing was, it wasn't on there when we first got on the elevator. It just appeared while we were all right there. Because even the security guard goes, that footprint was not there when we got on here. <laughs> he was like a little freaked wow. out. Well, I'm sure. Because then he's got to <laughs> go and like patrol the halls and stuff. And he, and he was skeptic. Like, he was very skeptical. And then he's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, he probably go. He probably walking back to his post, going, "That's the last time I'm letting any ghost hunters and psychics in this place. Nothing but trouble. Nothing but trouble." <laughs> so, yeah. so something followed you back from Hollywood. Yeah. Then? Is that, okay. So what? So so what happened then when you got home? So, um, I had a while I was in Hollywood. Anyway, I had I was hearing. Um, female voices talking to me in my hotel room, just, I, I knew spirits were around me. But um, when I got back home, the next day I wake up, as soon as I get up and I um, walk into my master bathroom and I heard a man say, Mandy. And I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, no, someone's followed me. And and so later, I just ignored him. Actually, I did say, what do you want? But he didn't say anything after that. And so I came in later on throughout the day. I'm working out in my living room. And all of a sudden, he says my name again. And I'm like, okay, that is it. I, you know, you're not telling me what you want. You keep saying my name. So I couldn't see him. because Was, it Barry, was it Barry Manilow? Let's be honest. <laughs> you know, he, he had oh, a really man, deep voice. Oh, he man. Deep not very white, yeah. not very white, very manly. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're talking about that song. Yeah. I'm gonna, I, I just instantly thought something just told me it. someone followed me from Hollywood because I had went to multiple locations with Patty. I mean, all these places that were said to be haunted and it could have been anyone and even someone from my hotel because a lot of famous celebrities stayed there. So anyway, I'm like, okay. He's not going to let me see what he looks like. He's not appearing to me. So I'm going to get my, my equipment out. So I grab my SLS camera. And for those of you who don't know what an SLS camera is, it is, um, it's like the Kinect, the Xbox. Back, you know how they have the Kinect? You can uh, do Just Dance, you know, back then. Well, these, um, I can't remember the guy that made the equipment, but they ended up taking the Kinect and having this app build into this and now they use it in the paranormal field to pick up uh, spirits so you know that came from people doing the xbox doing um just dance and they were seeing an extra person when they were doing the just dance that should not have been a appearing on the tv if you know what i mean oh i know what you mean, I so, know what you mean. Okay. so now the sls camera you know, is used in the field and it picks up on energy. If the spirit is there, um, most of the time you're going to see it. So and it just looks like, and it looks just looks like a, like a stick figure. Stick figure. Yeah. 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 It's pretty cool. You don't see the head, but you see the arms, legs, and just a stick. It's just like a stick figure with arms and legs. So I get the SLS camera out and I'm walking through my house. I'm like, okay, where are you at? I know you're here. I go through the back room, nothing. I come into my living room. Nothing. And then all of a sudden, I pan the SLS camera on my couch, and my couch is long, and this man appears. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, well, who are you? <laughs> he's sitting on my couch. And the funny thing is, he's sitting just like the typical man. He's like, got, like, he's sitting there with his legs all out, and he's like, like, just sitting there, just like a... a, a I have the video on Ghost Sisters. It, it was it's pretty cool to see it because he sat there for about five minutes while I talked to him. And and the more I talked to him, he would like move his legs for me and like put his hands up. And and I'm like, okay, 
I'm going to have to do an investigation a little further. Let's see. So that night I did an investigation on my house and he was telling me he followed me from Hollywood. He also said that he was from the, I think it was the 1930s when he died and he was an older man. I can't remember what he said his name was, but he followed me. He followed me from Hollywood. And there was a more deeper investigation I did. I can't remember everything, but it was crazy because he was saying homicide to me. It, yeah, it was really creepy, but he was he was here and he was only with me for maybe a week and then he was gone. So you didn't have to ask him to leave. He just left on his own. I think just me talking to him, acknowledging him and letting him tell his story when I went live because he was coming through my devices saying you know, I'd asked him when he died and what happened to him. And, and he was just, I think just acknowledging him might've been something he was wanting because I didn't hear back from him after that. Okay. So, okay. So this leads to a whole bunch of other questions for me. So number <laughs> one, you, you think he was trying to tell you he was somebody killed him. Homicide did come through my Ovilus five. And that is a, um, it's like a, dictionary full of bunch of words that spirits use to communicate okay so you ask a question and they use this device to to answer you so now the only okay so i think we some people you know we're trying to imagine okay so these spirits they should be able to go everywhere and anywhere they That's do kind they of travel the, now but he only came to Marion, Ohio, because he could attach to you, correct? I mean, it's I not like... So. It, uh, yeah, I get what you're saying. So he, he knew that I was someone who was sensitive. You know, he knew I, I was a medium, and he managed to hitch a ride with me from Hollywood. And I told him he needed to hitch a ride back. Okay. <laughs> well, so... Hitch a ride back. So, um, so could... Does he just like snap his fingers and he's back in Hollywood or what? Or does he have to attach to something, something I, or someone physical and, and get back there? Well, see, and that's a, a, another thing that us paranormal investigators try to um, prove about how they're traveling. It's like a portal or some type of dimension they're going through. I mean, there's a lot of unanswered um, questions in the paranormal field on how these spirits are doing this, but they, they are some way, somehow. Well, they're obvious. I mean, to me, they're obviously, I mean, they're not solely in our realm, yeah. right? I mean, they're not there all the time. They're, or are they're they? And we Wherever. Um, I don't think they stay in one location. Do they return back to their location? Sure. I mean, to me, it's like, if you want to go back home, you're going to go back home. If you want to go visit someone, you're going to go, and then you go back home. Or, or if you're still here, you know what I mean? Well, so, what, well what I'm asking, though, is, is like, so say, uh, you know, say, say I got a ghost in my house, and I know I've seen it, I've, I've done stuff. Is, is that ghost there in my presence, just not showing itself all day, every day? Or does it slip into another dimension or another you know what i'm saying and then yeah decide hey you know what I, i'm going to work today i gotta go scare i gotta go scare you know I, I believe that they have one foot in the spiritual world and one foot here in the you physical know what I mean? world 
Yeah. Yes. Okay. So they come and go. Now, how does um, how does your husband enjoy when something comes back from Hollywood and is hanging <laughs> out? How does how does he? What's he think of that? Uh, I just think he tries not to think about it. <laughs> but because, I, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's on, he works in law enforcement, so he he brings home things. I've told him I said you're bringing home things. From the you know, spiritual so, world, right? From the spiritual world, right? Not from the, yeah. not from any other world. Okay. From the spiritual world, he's bringing um, lost souls from where he works in law enforcement. I honestly believe sometimes they follow him here because they know that, you know, a lot of the inmates that have passed on, they knew me because I worked in corrections where my husband works now for years, you know. So they know, oh, if I follow Lieutenant, I'm going to get to see Mrs. Cummings. <laughs> Oh, That's boy. how I look at it anyway, because right. I've had them, um, I person, my own personal experience. Um, yeah, they visited me. So somebody that was in prison where you worked ended up visiting you at home. Mm-hmm. More than once. How does that, how's that, uh, how does that make you, I mean, geez. It's <laughs> but, hard to explain because a lot of times. They'll, Listen, they'll Mandy, I, Mandy, <laughs> I've known you a long time. We've had so many conversations about this, but but there are thousands of people all over the world going, how is she so calm and cool right now? And it's just so matter of fact, like, yeah, I had toast for breakfast. You know, that's kind of <laughs> like, that's kind of like, like. Well, I've been dealing with it for so long. I mean, it, does it scare me? Sure. My house has a lot of spirits in, in this house. I have investigated my house numerous times. The, I mean, this house was already um, had a lot of spirits in it before I moved in. So it, it's just something I'm kind of used to. It's my home. I don't feel anything bad here. Do they come and visit me? Yes. Do they follow me from locations? Yes. Um, when I give people readings, do their loved ones hang with me for a little bit? Yes. It is not um, easy all the time, but, you know, I just, I feel comfortable with it. I've been doing this a long time. I have to be, I have to be honest. If I delivered somebody a check or a package they're really waiting for, I don't really want them following me home or come and hang it. Yeah, I don't want them following me to, even down the sidewalk, you know, well, for a little bit on the mail route. I don't know how you do. I don't know. Well, don't you, you think for one minute that they don't follow you because they do. <laughs> you go to the grocery see, store, don't you? Well, they're all over in the grocery store. Come on. Oh, I'm see. going to tell you right now, I have been in the grocery stores and walked down the aisle, and for no reason at all, stuff just be falling off in front of me. And they weren't hanging on the edge. I mean, nothing looked like it was, you know, stuff just falling <laughs> off for no reason. Refrigerator doors opening. <laughs> it's like, okay, nobody's there but me. The refrigerator door just opened. Okay. Now, but other and when that stuff happens though it's not just you that sees it because it's a physical thing happening so other people <laughs> see it okay so what do you think do you think the regular joes like me see that stuff and don't put a just think oh my god well, if someone's on camera watching at the store they're probably thinking oh maybe something was just fell off it was on the you know what i mean closer to the edge or something they're going to do whatever they can to rationalize what they're seeing you know, but for me, I'm going to say spirit. So, my attention. <laughs> so all those times my dad spanked me because I knocked something off the shelf 
or he thought I knocked something off the shelf. It could have been a ghost just messing, and could've I took the, and I took the blame. Oh, could have been. That's terrible. That's <laughs> terrible. I I I think I took a couple butt butt whoopings because of of a ghost. I'm I'm, I'm going to go on record. I'm going to go on record. That's and I often and I've asked a lot of people that that can that really that really see spirits in a more almost physical form, you know, like they're people. And I've asked, I said, so how many times are you someplace like at the mall or Cedar Point or like, you know, someplace where there's tons and tons of people and how many times you walk by somebody who's not really there and they always answer probably more than more than exactly more than you want to know. Yeah, because I mean, because my ghost encounter, I just thought it was a person. I didn't, I wouldn't even have known it was a ghost if I hadn't started asking some questions. You know, I thought it was a little girl and I would have just gone the rest of the day and just thought, hey, this little girl was in the postal. So I could, I mean, I, so I, I can't question that that is a possibility because it happened to me. You know, I, like I said, and at the time, I just saw this person, so I could see, you know, how you could how you could believe that, you know, how you could see somebody and um, and have them not really be there, even though they look like they're there. So <laughs> it's a smoke. little strange when you uh, <laughs> when you talk to something that you don't always see, but you know they're there. <laughs> I I know. So are, do you have the ability to? kind of block some of this out when you like especially when you go home like and just you know, say i i think a lot of people say you can you can set your boundaries from them but i don't think that always works because i think they want to they're going to you can't that's just like telling a kid they can't do something that, you know they're gonna they're gonna most likely do it anyway you mm-hmm. no, you can set boundaries all you want but it's going to be up to spirit whether they want to listen to you or not so I just don't care. I just, I'm open all the time. So I just, if they want me to say something to somebody or they want my attention, I'm, I'm just open. You know, I, I, I go to work and I hear them. They, they follow me to work. It's crazy. I know, but they do. Um, I, I go to the restroom and nobody will be in there. I'll be at the sink washing my hands. And all of a sudden the um, paper towel will just start running. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> who's in here? <laughs> you know? And just last week I was at work and um, the lady next to me, I kept hearing this female. She kept trying to talk to me and I'm like, Oh my gosh, you know? And so I ended up saying something to the lady next to me about it. And, and I just gave her like a five minute reading and she, her jaw just dropped. She couldn't believe it. And now wait a second. So you, okay. So you're at work. And there's a real person next to you yes. and a spirit trying to get your attention. Yes, to talk to her. Yes. And I'm like, it was so hard, too, because I wear earplugs and I could still hear spirit in my ears. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And and sure enough, they wanted me to talk to the girl next to me. Uh-huh. And it all Did made they... sense. She was blown away. She said, there's no way you knew that. And I said, well. Yeah, there's a spirit here talking to me and won't leave me alone till I say something. So, I gotta tell you. Did this and woman I don't know? Often to people. <laughs> well, I would hope not. I mean, well, <laughs> I, I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, you you are aware enough, self-aware enough to know that that is yeah, kind of really freak somebody out. <laughs> yes, but sometimes they're, they won't leave you alone. Sometimes they will not leave you alone if you don't say something. You know, did that was that lady aware that you had that ability or not? At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Um, I, she was, I had wore my uh, ghost sister jacket in and, and she didn't know I was a medium and she didn't ask me no questions, but we ended up talking about, um, Paranormal investigations, yeah. And I did tell her I was a medium, but I never went no further. And I I don't know if the spirit heard me say that or the spirit probably already knew. And because it was like an hour after talking to her about what I do, next thing I know, her family's coming through to me. She had like three of them come through. And I mean, I was given names, full names. So oh, wow. she, yeah, she was really blown away. I'm like shocked because I didn't think I was going to be able to hear the spirit because I had ear earplugs in because it's a loud factory. But yes, I could hear them. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's my life is a little um, it's never boring. I'll say that. It's interesting. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> so so um, what is the most. I hate to make you relive something like this. What's the most frightened you've been recently with something that ha has happened out on an investigation that just kind of like, cause I mean, even though you seem like you're so used to this and, and it roll, you know, just rolls off your back. There's gotta be some, sometime that. Well, I'm, a, a I'm, little bit. I'm used to it, but when I'm out in the field, I mean, I'm used to it, but I never know what's going to happen. And and I always jump or scream or something because they always catch me off guard. The spirits do. So that oh, I don't feel so. I don't feel so bad then. I don't feel so, so bad about being a big scaredy cat. <laughs> this is, but uh, I do I'm a lot of um, alone time. I do a lot of isolations because sometimes the other girls on my team, my sisters, won't do it. They they're like, oh no, I'm not doing that. And I'm like, I'm the lead investigator. I got to I got to do this. So. We uh, were just recently, Sunday night, we were at um, in Indiana at the old Blackford County Jail, which was built, I think, in 1876. So it was actually a sheriff's office, too, and they housed men. And they, they had only a few cells for women, but back in them days, they didn't really know what to do with the women. So they just made them, like, cook or do laundry back then. And also, underneath this... Uh, jail is a basement in a dungeon yes i said a dungeon okay okay and did you it, take your extra set of handcuffs along with you uh, i mean, didn't just... need to that place was crawling with handcuffs and shackles everywhere even oh, in the God. dungeon okay. shackles were hanging i'm like oh this is just crazy 
it, this was our second time ever investigating this location. We, we first investigated it like four years ago. So we went back and it never fails. Very haunted location. But we're in the dungeon and we set up a camera. And I want to say that the dungeon is covered with limestone. I am talking thick walls of limestone, which limestone is a kinetic energy source for spirit. It's a perfect conductor for them to use. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, this place is just like a beacon for spirits. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do an isolation in the dungeon. I said, I'm going to do it because I know there's a man down here and he wants to talk to me. I'm going to talk to him. So they, uh, they go upstairs, they watch me on the camera. I got a live feed on me and we put a baby monitor in the dungeon and they had the, the radio monitor upstairs so they could hear me. And I'm going to tell you, it was creepy. I mean, the REM pod, they, went, they, they kept messing with the REM pod. And the REM pod is a device that picks up on electromagnetic fields, which is like static electricity, you know, energy. And they drained it completely. And they just kept uh, trying to communicate with me more. I did not bring no spirit box there because it wasn't uh, working as well down there because the walls were so thick. But after doing that isolation, I started to get uncomfortable after like 20 minutes. So I, I just sensed something else was coming towards me besides this man. So anyway, we get done with that. We, we go on and investigate for another hour. And I'm like, no, we need to go back down into the basement. I want to go down there. So we ended up going back down. And it was just uh, me and another lady down in the basement right next to the dungeon. And all of a sudden... Um, we're standing there and I have my back towards this opening and I had a vest on. I had all kinds of equipment on my vest and we're standing there and I had the ink box set in an area where um, the spirits were able to go through it because we weren't in the dungeon where it's real thick walls so they could still communicate through the box in the area I had it setting in. The spirit kept saying, get, don't, almost like they were trying to warn us not to go back around the dungeon. Well, I was right next to the dungeon and all of a sudden I feel someone yank on my vest. They, they like yanked on it twice and I jumped and I screamed. You talked about somebody who was freaking out. That was me <laughs> 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 because I didn't know if, if, if it was something bad down there, something negative, or um, if, if it was spirit trying to warn me because they were saying, don't get, don't you know and so we didn't know how to take it but they that took a lot of energy to to pull on my vest you know well yeah and where do you like so is it drawing that energy i mean it can't draw well, the energy from the limestone right yes yes and, and or it does because the energy is like stored in the limestone itself like yeah you're gonna you're gonna love this one so there is a story at this old Blackboard County Jail of an elemental creature. No. Now, why would I like... Why, why would you gnomes. preface... This? Because why I know you? that you've done lots of podcasting on, you know, gnomes and, and different elementals. That doesn't mean I like it. That just means well, I find it interesting. This is interesting. Why is there a gnome that has been seen at this jail hanging out at a jail? And they said he's a trickster. And I and they said he's in the dungeon, and I'm down there in the dungeon, and I didn't know if it was the gnome or 
or a spirit <laughs> yanking on my vest. Holy moly. Yeah, yeah, I was a little freaked out because I know uh, that he, he's been seen there. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't want to see a gnome. <laughs> they say he's got a pointy hat and everything on. And I'm just like thinking the whole time I'm down there, I'm like, oh, this gnome's probably the one who's down here like making noises and, and he's probably the one that yanked on my vest. I, I just didn't know. It was scary. Well, have you, okay, so you're throwing the gnome out. Have you come across anything other than what you would call a, a spirit or a ghost in your investigation? I mean, have you ever come across something like a gnome or a dog man or Bigfoot or anything like that out there? Yes, actually, I I have just uh, maybe about a month ago. Um, we were here at my location here outside of uh, Meeker, Ohio. And um, we were watching TV, and my, my husband says, Mandy, pause that TV. He goes, I hear something. And this was like around 9 o'clock at night. And I'm like, okay. So I pause it, and you could hear this weird sound outside. And we're in the country, so surrounded by woods and cornfields. So, and I was just thinking, what is that noise? I said, I hope it's not a hurt animal. I thought it was a dog or something. It just sounded like something was hurt. So my husband goes outside, and he could hear it really good outside. And he could come back in, and he's like, I don't know what that is, but it could be an animal that's hurt. And an hour later, my neighbor, who's about a mile down the road, he was having a fire outside. And he always sets out by the fire with a shotgun. So he, <laughs> a friendly neighborhood. Yeah, All he right. just, yeah. you never know. He don't want to come across a coyote. You know, he's smart like that. <laughs> so he ended up getting this weird sound. And he said he kept hearing it. And the only thing he could think of to do was to record it. And the sound that he heard scared this man so bad, he went inside his house. And he said all the years of living there, He's always sat outside by the camp, by his fire with a shotgun. And never once did he hear anything that scared him so bad that he had to go inside his house. And the noise he was hearing that night, he went in his house and did not come back out until the next day. Well, and I, I wasn't. In the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He and I wasn't. This video. I, well, I wasn't. I was freaking out like, oh, my. <laughs> this, I, I wasn't even already, I, I knew we would talk about this. I wasn't, at, I wasn't already, you know, that wasn't what I was really asking. But since you've gone into this story, <laughs> I will, we, we did, we shared, you sent me the video. Mm -hmm. and we shared it on Instagram. We shared it on uh, Facebook and I sent it to probably, and we'll share it again when this episode comes out, we'll put it back out again. And can I share the surveillance like your surveillance yeah, you can, footage yes. you sent me yes, you because can. because i think what that really does is it shows like um it shows you guys seeing the, you know you, like you guys coming outside and going like what is what is that now you can't hear mm -hmm. anything on the surveillance footage but you can obviously see that you guys are kind of like really you can puzzled. Hear it? i can hear it on on the on the what on I the one you. On the one that shows you guys? Yeah. 
I couldn't hear. I couldn't hear. I'll have to go back and look. You have to yeah. go back and listen because you can hear that weird noise outside. And again, everyone listening, this was an hour before my neighbor had captured what he had heard. Totally two different sounds here. So yeah, so we'll put, we'll try to figure out if we can, how we can put those together so everybody can can see, like you know the 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 chain of events and what it, and what it yes. was, you know. And so I sent the second Pete, the one that your neighbor caught, to some people in the Bigfoot world who have experience, and um, you know, some are you know uh, one. Um, she's a you know very skeptical. And really, like, check, you know, wanted to check it out. And, I mean, the closest she could come to was that it, uh, she had heard a similar sound of a black bear dying, okay? And I'm like, but, the, I mean, now I know we've had some guests on. We had a guest on recently that said that there was a report of a black bear being close to... Um, uh yeah between you know towards uh delaware um oh that's ways away from me yes yeah oh yeah but um but that um that was the closest thing and i'm like and i told her i said but i said nobody's nobody in this part of the state is hunting black bear okay even if there was a black bear there's nothing out there to kill it you know what i'm saying it, it would be the it would be the big boss man on the food chain, so to speak. So well, to speak. It, well, somebody would have already seen um, one of these um, hunters out here, because, like I said, there's woods. Would have yeah. already reported the bear. You'd have, so, think, you'd have thought you'd have so. Think, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, because you because it's close to turkey and deer season, right? I mean, when yeah. when this happens, so there's people out and uh, well, out looking. Yeah. You know, I've, I've lived here almost seven years, and when we bought the property, the, the whole time I've, I've been here, we've only heard coyotes, and of course there's foxes out here, and dogs. I've, we've never heard anything like that, and the weird thing was, it's like, you can hear the coyotes in the background, the dogs going crazy, and whenever you hear that sound, it's like everything got quiet. That is what it's really creepy. And I'm like, what is that? And we even went as far as to compare it to like a bobcat, which I've never seen bobcats around here. Um, anything from a, um, a donkey to, to anything. We, we tried, we listened to all these calls from deers and, and just nothing compared, nothing compared to that sound. Only time I've ever heard that sound was when I watching um you know bigfoot shows and they would have play these recordings that's exactly what it sounded like and i was a little freaked out because i'm like oh no that's too close that sounds like it's like right behind us <laughs> and well it did <laughs> investigator i come home in the middle of the night sometimes three four in the morning five and i have to carry my equipment in and um there's been times that i felt like something was watching me and i always thought it was just spirits outside but I'm beginning to wonder because there was one night I came home and I heard a weird noise out, out in the field there, right in my yard. It freaked me out so bad that I couldn't get in my house fast enough. I was going in that panic mode and I almost started ringing our doorbell to my husband, you know, would get up. But I managed to get in the door fast enough and he came out and was looking around. He didn't see anything. We didn't hear anything on the cameras. 
I don't know what it was, but it, it just kind of freaked me out because knowing that that sound was captured and I'm just like, what is this? You know? Well, uh, so gosh, every time you are telling a story, it leads me, I need, I got five questions. So if you were standing out there and you thought somebody was watching you and it was a spirit, would you be able to like, kind of like concentrate a little bit and like hone in on like, okay, yeah, there's this spirit, this spirit. I mean, is that an ability? I'm like, okay, I feel, I, I feel there's a spirit out here watching me. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've, I've gotten out of my car and heard them talk to me as soon as I get out of my car. I mean, yeah, but this was different. So, so this you got out and you felt different. like, so you got out and you felt like something was watching you, but it wasn't a spirit. Yes, and I heard a weird noise too, and it freaked me out. And I, it was like nothing I've never, I've ever heard, and that really well, freaked me out. <laughs> well, so something that so so your ability, your psychic medium medium ability, is more in connecting to spirits, and not so much of like you can read somebody's mind or or read somebody's <laughs> thoughts or something, right? I mean. Uh, I am intuitive, so I do read people pretty easily sometimes. But now, can you do? Do you have to be in their presence, like face to face, and 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 kind of, um, you know what I'm saying? You got to be. Sometimes I don't. Um, just talking to people. Um, you know, when I go live, just I don't, I don't actually see these people. I just see their their names, and I channel, so I can channel with people. From all over the world, I, I do a lot of channeling when I do my live readings. Um, well, well, I don't want to. Okay, so I don't really want to freak you out, but there is this, you know, there's this a real school of thought that the you know Bigfoot type creatures are just another, you know, they're they're just a tribe of people, an ancient tribe of people, and there would be quite a bit of what you know what we'd call humanness to them you know that there's you know there's more human oh, than no, there no, is no, 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 okay no. <laughs> so so they might try so, to kidnap me <laughs> no. well but oh geez uh, anyway <laughs> i mean you live in a rough neighborhood the guys like roasted marshmallows with a shotgun in his hand um, now i'm in the country it's very beautiful out here and <laughs> peaceful very peaceful out here well it, it was until we heard that noise anyway <laughs> well what i'm wondering is is <laughs> i wonder if there's a way that you know the next time you feel that or hear that if you could collect yourself enough to maybe try to try to get a reading on that and see see what if you can oh i don't it. know I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Ooh, did I scare me? I think I've. Yeah, I think yeah. I've rattled Mandy. Right. Bigfoot is another whole another story. <laughs> but that's. But 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 you know what I'm saying though. I mean, if they have a real human element to them, which many people yeah, believe, which some people do believe. Yes. Yeah, that um, that would be that would certainly be a possibility if if you could, you know, make a psychic connection or read people, you should be able to. Maybe do the same thing with uh, that type of creature. Ooh. Ooh that'd be interesting. Listen, talk and about freaky. a TV show. Talk about a TV show. <laughs> talk about now, TV there show. it is. There's they a TV would really show. think you were great. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I, I mean, we're kind of laughing about it, but I mean, there's a very, you know, it's a serious idea and a serious kind of a thought that 
you know, maybe that could because I have I've talked to psychic mediums who who claim to have been, you know, they call it mind speak sometimes. OK, and people um, just like you say, you know, you're you, you're hearing these voices and and these words in your head and, you know, it's the spirit and, uh, you know, that's the spirit trying to make contact with you. And I mean, I'm of the belief that these creatures are, you know, are very spiritual type creature that as much as they're flesh and blood, that there is a spirit. Cause I believe that there's a tie into like a native American aspect to them. So I believe they're, you know, on a spiritual plane, even as they're physically among us. And so I, I think that they, they pro there's probably that ability, you know, to, to contact, to talk, to, to talk with them and, 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 hear their thoughts or whatever. Um, and so, I don't know. I just, I, maybe, maybe next time you think it's a ghost, maybe it's a Bigfoot saying, hey, Mandy, next time you come home, I can help you carry your stuff in. Oh, no, know. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll, we'll talk. Okay. So we'll, we'll get off of you being scared, but I want to, before <laughs> we get off here, I want to, I want to kind of talk about, and I talked about a little bit on one of the shows, but, but we, we did a a, show, a TV show together, at least an episode of one where I was in it for literally a tenth of a second, but you had a big part in this show. Yeah, um, I did. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to? You know, tell everybody like yeah, what we were yeah. in and, and why you were why you were there and where they can go watch the show. Sure. So um, we were on the uh, Ghost Brothers. Season two lights out the first episode called The Shank, which was filmed over in Mansfield Prison in Ohio. Yeah, it's called The Shank because that's where they filmed Shawshank Redemption. Yes. You know, I think, yeah, in case anybody didn't, you know, didn't know. <laughs> didn't so know. I was still working in law enforcement at the time. And at the time, I was not in the paranormal field. But I had always knew there were spirits around me because I've been dealing with them since I was young. So. And I always wanted to go to the Mansfield prison because back in the day in 2006, they used to make you fill out an application and it was a long wait, like a year. So I never got in, you know, it always took too long. And the one year, 2016, they weren't doing it like that no more. They changed the rules. You just bought a ticket to go do a, a public investigation. So I got me a ticket and I was like, oh, I got to find someone to go with me because I don't want to be alone. And so I told my sister, Chastity, I'm like, you're going to go with me. We're going to go investigate the Mansfield prison. And, you know, she's like, what? You know, I'm like, yeah, you're going with me. I don't want to be alone. So she got her ticket. And I ended up ordering some um, paranormal equipment because I needed something, you know, besides the flashlight. So um, and my uh, sergeant at the time had a GoPro that he let me borrow. So. My sister and I are down in solitary while the lights were still on. They hadn't um, let no one begin investigating, but we kind of snuck off down to solitary. I kind of wanted to see it while the lights were still on. And when, when we were down there, I kept hearing this man saying, hey, hey. And, and I also was announcing that I was an officer, too. So, well, what I didn't know 
at the time, we ended up capturing um, the guard, what, what we believe was the guard Frank down in the solitary. And there was also another shadow figure in the middle of the hallway that we, we also captured on the GoPro. And I knew one day that this evidence was going to be good for something. So I held on to it. And sure enough, um, I had a friend of mine who's a producer for um, one of the producers on Ghost Brothers contacted me and said, hey, Mandy, blah, blah, blah. Would you like to be on the show and show your evidence? And, and I'm like, yes. So that's what happened. And But I wasn't a paranormal investigator at the time, no. But it was after that I became an investigator. I ended up starting my team because I was so intrigued by what I had captured. And I started my team after that. Well, and, and, and that is a great piece of evidence. <laughs> Too. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so what's ironic is, is, is you caught probably what's probably one of your greatest pieces of evidence before you were an actual investigator. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and so, and so for everybody that, you know, if you go find that episode, I think like you can get it on um, demand or whatever, like through Spectrum. Yeah. You can have it on, yeah watch it on yeah. demand right now. Yeah, they show that film, and that was the first time I had seen it, and I was like, "Whoa!" Because Frank, because the story is, is that Frank was a guard down there that was murdered by inmates, correct? That's yeah, yeah, and um, and so it's that was, you know, that was really crazy. As a great piece of evidence, and uh, I mean, I I strongly urge everybody that's listening to go check that out, and and. You will see me. Um, I am in a quick flight. <laughs> so my so so my part in it is they they needed some. They asked you know for us to get some p- other people that had eyewitness testimony and stuff. And then hey, do you want to come over and and re- be in a reenactment part? And so I get over there and they're like, we're going to put you in the electric chair. Now I've been around the prison that prison for long, you know, doing a lot of different projects. And I'm like, they never had anybody in the electric chair here. That electric chair is from Columbus. Okay. <laughs> from the, from the old state prison in Columbus. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, what are they doing? What are they doing? <laughs> and, uh, and so they, so they took a little behind the scenes. They took me up there and filmed me in the kind of the shadows getting walked in strapped to the electric chair, you know, and then, and then they had me act like I was being electrocuted or whatever, which was eerie. Okay. In and of itself that you're pretending to be fried basically. And, and I asked him, I said, Hey, I said, what is this story? And and they're just like, they kind of chuckle. Well, this isn't a story. They go, when do you have, when are you ever going to have a chance to film somebody frying an electric chair we couldn't pass it up and i'm like <laughs> all right thanks so so they used just like a little sliver of me doing that and uh but it was fun i mean it's always fun to go and do stuff at the prison um and uh and like that when i saw that footage you know we, we were in solitaire doing stuff for the movie the one time and and we never we just, it was weird. We just never felt anything in that prison when we were there um, 
filming and late at night a lot of times and and i and i often i always thought like the people that passed away there would have been either prison guards or prisoners okay and so seeing all of us dressed up as prisoners and prison guards you would have thought you would have had more yeah yeah, they would it would have drawn them out because it looked familiar to them you know it was like something that maybe they felt like oh man am i dead or did i just fall asleep and and here it is we're you know so it's 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 just it's weird but your that piece of evidence you captured is is amazing for sure it's almost like it i was i was meant to do it you know what i mean this was that was your that was your real nudge into the paranormal into the besides all my experiences throughout my life yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh Look, we were only going to talk for a little bit, and we're and this is we, we've just gone on and on. <laughs> this has all been good stuff. But uh, <laughs> before I let before I let you go, tell everybody where they can find uh, find you on social media, and so they can see some of this other evidence that you put up over the years on your uh, on your uh, pages. Okay, well, um, you can go over and uh, you can find us. We're on all social media. We are on Facebook, TikTok. YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. And it's all Ghost Sisters, right? Yes. You can go there and you can see um, a lot of our evidence that we have captured out in the field. You can listen to a lot of our EVP recordings. Um, It's pretty interesting, some of the things we've captured. And I will will say this. um, I don't want to embarrass you, but Mandy is probably one of the nicest most genuine, uh, kindest uh, people that I've come across doing this show in, <laughs> in the paranormal field. I mean, uh, and I, I mean, I know we've become good friends, but you, you genuinely are a really great person. And you, I don't think you have a mean or malicious bone in your body, which is, I got to admit, hard to find sometimes. When, <laughs> you know. But uh, I love your enthusiasm. I love uh, whenever I get a text or a call from you. I know it's something good. I know that, <laughs> I know there's going to be something good. So I encourage everybody to go out and and, and follow your stuff because um, you do you do have some great evidence and plus it's just good to support good people. So well, thank but, you. Uh, I am very thankful that you agreed to come back on and and hang out. And uh, I know that. Uh, you're a hustler, and I know at some point we'll be doing something else. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't. I, I don't know what it is, but I know we'll be. I know we. I know you'll get us into something else. So, <laughs> so, Probably. So, yes, but uh, yes, I appreciate you hanging out, and um, uh, just be safe, okay? Oh yeah, always, <laughs> always. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the From the Shadows podcast. Until next time. Never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out. <laughs> God only knows what's hiding in our shadows. Ooh. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.